ever wonder how you could improve SEO on WordPress? I know I have. Since I heard about the potential of SEO, I've been a lunatic about finding ways of improving my SEO rankings on Google. The answer to how to improve SEO on Google often comes down to making new great content. That's a good approach, even one that I suggest on my SEO complete guide for beginners that you can find at seoforablog.com. But what about that old piece of content that never ranked and that took you hours to write? I mean, I remember when I was starting out and I had to do this whole guest posting thing. I don't know if you have experienced this, but writing a long piece of content is hard, especially if either it goes to another person or if it doesn't rank at all. So in this episode, I want to show you everything you can do to take advantage of all the content that was previously created, optimizing it with keywords and helping it become fresh content. This episode may be of interest to you if you've previously created a blog, but it's very old and want to update its content. If you have a blog, but it doesn't have a proper keyword research and SEO strategy in general. If you have a blog with a good SEO strategy but have too much old content that you could take advantage of. Before moving on, I want you to do one of the following, or all of them if you want to maximize the amount of value from this episode. First, I want you to subscribe to the podcast in order to keep receiving and revisiting this episode as it packs a lot of information. Second of all, I want you to either focus as much as you can or save this episode or even look for a pen of paper to take notes as I really want you to take full advantage of the episode. Now let's begin. How to improve your SEO ranking by updating all the posts. Using your blog's old content to improve your website SEO is a way to optimize your resources so you can make the most out of them. There are many reasons why this is a great idea. Readers won't be up against obsolete posts, you'll offer them new updated content. For example, if you're a business who works in the social media niche, you usually have posts around the algorithm and around the best practices for 2020 or 2021. Anyway, these are posts that need to be updated and that should be updated. Both your users, but also Google, will take full advantage and appreciation for your work. Otherwise, your content might get reduced in the search rankings, losing spots, traffic, conversion, and leads. Another reason to use your old content is because it's easier than creating a new post from zero. Plus, your old content probably already ranks for a good number of keywords, which makes reusing it a much better approach. A third reason to use your old content is because you'll be able to span your article's information with updated data, but also its mistakes. I mean, I write as an SEO writer or freelancer, you could say for small businesses that need the service. But funny enough, I sometimes commit grammar errors on my own posts. It's basically because I don't proofread my own content and I sometimes get quite lazy about it. But the thing is, I commit mistakes and you could easily be committing mistakes too. So revisiting those old posts will help you not only update the data, but also fix mistakes and make the formatting much better. Decreasing your bounce rate, increasing user session time, and helping your user experience. I don't know if this has happened to you, but I have personally gone to websites, reach ultimate guides, which only are a quick switch of name guides where you go in and you see all screenshots. I mean, I remember looking at a guide about Pinterest, I remember seeing screenshots of the old Pinterest platform. I mean, these are the kind of content that you want to upgrade in order to give the best user experience possible. Otherwise, you'll have users such as me reading old outdated content that is completely worthless. 
rest assured that I did increase the bounce rate by going back to the search engine results page. So you know how reusing old content can be beneficial for you, search engines, and your users. Now I'll teach you techniques to create unique content by reusing all outdated blog posts. First, you want to fix orthographic and grammar mistakes. It may seem something basic, but it's essential that all your posts have no grammar, orthographic, or syntactic mistakes. Believe it or not, we commit basic mistakes at the time of writing. That's why before publishing any content, you should take the time to read what you wrote and see if you miss or miswrote anything. This is more important for people who write and freelance write for others like me, but at the same time, don't be like me and actually proofread your own content. The second technique would be to update the content with current information. In my case, I produce SEO content. I have an ultimate guide around SEO that I have in my website, seoforablog.com. But as SEO is constantly changing, I must update that article every single year. Is this bad? Is it time consuming? Yes, it's time consuming, but no, it's not bad at all. As I said, it will help user experience but also tell Google how fresh and updated your content is, avoiding you from losing rankings but at the same time improving your rankings in case your competitors don't take the time to update their content. The third technique or tip is to check if you're focusing on a specific keyword. In the last episode of the podcast, I showcased the right amount of keywords you should add per page. While I'm not going to spoil you a whole lot about it, I did say that adding a keyword in a natural way is not a piece of advice I would give you but at the same time that adding a keyword is definitely necessary. It's likely that when you created your blog and you didn't follow an SEO strategy based on a specific keywords nor related keywords. Do not panic, you can still fix it. How? Well, all you have to do is look into your favorite keyword research tool. You can use one of the ones I wrote about and will link in the description. But anyway, you want to look for new keywords. Do a keyword research to find keywords with good metrics. What do I mean by good metrics? I mean keywords with a decent amount of volume, but most importantly, with websites that don't have a good link profile. If you're trying to rank for keywords where companies such as, I don't know, Disney are ranking for, please don't jump into them if you're a small business with no authority. You want to look for decent volume but at the same time no competition or very few competition so you can easily outrank them and start bringing traffic, links and prospects. A good practice to do when you're doing this is to analyze your website and take the topics you can handle and want to work on. You want to define as much as you can your target warrior persona. Choose the keywords you want to rank for. You can use tools such as SEMrush or Mangoose, which I'll link down below. At the same time, identify the so-called popular long-tail keywords to find a more segmented audience. And I would like to add a bonus tip, and it's to focus on keywords which are at the three stages of the funnel. You want to write content about informational queries that are at the top of the funnel, then comparisons, say guides, which are at the middle of the funnel, and then look for transactional queries that are at the bottom of the funnel. This way you will not only reach traffic and reach your audience, but at the same time guarantee that that traffic will convert. It's important to know that updating and optimizing your content is completely useless if your on-page SEO is not on point. I do have an SEO checklist completely free for every single podcast follower. I'll give you some quick tips. You want to make sure that your keyword is in your h1 title, the title that goes at the very top of your article. You want to have h2 subtitles that have related keywords and you also want to add at the beginning of the article and at the end of the article the keyword you want to rank for. 
Also, don't forget about post structure. Make sure if using list with bullet points or numbers, they make every single post easily readable and also help schemers stay in your page. Be sure to add internal links so you direct both users and link juice to your article that are related to the topic you're writing about. Soften your post by adding images related to the topic that also help you rank in Google Images. Fill the meta description and add the keyword on altar if possible. Search the keyword on incognito mode, this way the search won't be personalized according to your previous searches and you'll be able to determine exactly what the users are searching for. So what do we have so far? You want to update your content, you want to keep it fresh, but also you want to make sure it has no grammar mistakes and that your on-page SEO was on point. So here's the next tip, expand your post content. There is something called thing content. I won't go in depth about it, but it's basically content that you really didn't pay much attention to. You probably were in a rush and you decided to write a 300 word article, which is completely garbage. You knew this, I know this, and you know that competitors were ranking with 2000 word articles and you just were too lazy to care about it. So what you want to do is go back to those articles and start expanding them. It's best to look for the specific keyword in Google and check the sections and information given by the first rank websites. You want to look at their structure, what they talk about, related keywords, you want to look at everything. And then you want to create an article which is at least better than the first one. Yeah, because sometimes people say that you should create an article that is as, at least as good as the first one. But we want to rank for the first spot, not the second one, right? So what you want to do is scan the first 10 pages, look what they cover, and then cover every single thing in your article as long as it makes sense. You can easily do this by using one of the keyword research tools I'll leave in the description, but you can also use Google Autosuggest, you can use Google's People's Search tab, you can look at tools such as Answer the Public, and many other tools that will give you related topics. The last tip I have for you is to add your keyword in the URL slug. The URL slug is basically that part of your URL that goes after the slash. What's an URL you may ask? I mean, to keep it simple, when you're typing on Google, you will go on, for example, SEO for a blog. So that's an URL. That URL goes to my homepage. If you want to look for my services page, for example, if you were interested in getting on-page services or keyword research services, you would write seoforablog.com slash affordable business services for small businesses. I don't know if that's the URL, but you get the point. So that thing, that whole thing is a slug and the information that I added after the slash, which is affordable SEO services for small businesses is my center keyword. Now, if you wrote an old piece of content and you didn't add this log, I highly recommend you to think about changing this log. You could easily lose link juice, you could easily lose rankings, and it could be a nightmare. But if you're writing a new piece of content or your old piece of content never got traffic, please consider adding your keyword in this log and making the redirections you actually need to do in order to succeed at this. Again, if you don't know how to do that and really want to avoid any possibility of losing rankings, I highly advise you to avoid making redirections. But at the same time, it's very important to know that adding your slot can be a way of improving rankings. Well, how to improve your SEO ranking on Google is an easy task once you know the formulas behind it. As a sort of homework for this episode, I want you to look into your website and see all the content you have created over the last week, month, or year. Ask yourself, did I follow a content SEO strategy? 
Did I make sure people were looking for this content before writing it? Does this content deserve to even exist? If so, do I think it will receive an increase in search traffic after upgrading it? Don't forget about your old content. It's annoying for both your readers, Google, and even myself. Work with everything you have and optimize it. Remember that the optimization of all posts is good practice to carry out periodically and that even if your business results are doing well, it's important to keep on doing it to avoid people who update their pages to outrank you. If you have any doubts regarding this episode, please let me know in the comments or contact me on Instagram at SEOforablog or even message me on my website SEOforablog.com. For more SEO content for small businesses, bloggers, and freelancers without the thousands of dollar price tag, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, be sure to share it as well. Thank you very much and see you in the next episode. Bye.